there, everybody. Welcome into Leading Off and the first ever podcast with Dan Harris and Mike Mayer. Mike, I'm so glad to be here. Usually when it's Tuma, I'm like, uh, fine, I'll, I'll do this. I have to. I'm contractually obligated to. But this is like something that I would just do for fun. How are you? Thank you for joining me today. I'm great. Thanks for having me. And we'll see how much fun you think it is after because no host that has ever done a show with me has ever done it again. (laughs) That's fair. This is actually our last show for the week, you and I. So, I mean, we may never do it again, but we're going to see how it goes. Uh, Everybody knows the deal right now. Joe, I fired Joe long ago. It's been fantastic. Tuma's done a fantastic job. He's going to be in. Mayor and I are going to be in. It's going to be amazing as we go forward. Let's get started. I know Joe does some three up and some three down. I don't want to do that, Mayor. I want to do what stood out to you in a good way yesterday, Mayor. What what were the big things that you were like, man, I cannot wait to talk to Dan about this. What is it? Well, in particular, there was a ton of good pitching. Um, I counted 14 quality starts yesterday, and I I didn't count any other day this year, so I don't know if that's a lot, but it feels like a lot. It feels like the most that you've ever counted, though, right? It's the most most I've ever counted. All right. And not a quality start, but Luis Heal. Well done. Thank you. He's up to (laughs) 15 and two thirds scoreless innings to begin his MLB career, which I mean, yesterday was only like four innings or something like that. So I think it was like four and two thirds. Yeah. Yeah. It was an ouch shy of getting the win, but. That's a big deal in, you know, apparently in baseball history and especially in Yankees history. Do you know? Oh, no. The last Yankee. You and the trivia. You you must be the reason that I got all this trivia, right? Like, it was always you, you and and Joe. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, Joe started it and then I, you know. Okay, that's fair. I continued it. I also am responsible for Joe's tough guys, which I know you love. Yeah, I love all the little bits that you gave Joe, man. You give Joe, he's like a dog with a bone when you give him any sort of bit. Go ahead, give me give me whatever fi- you got. What 15 you got? and two-thirds scoreless innings to start their career is the most by a Yankee starter in the expansion era since 1961. Since who? And I'll give you a hint. He was a guy that bounced between, like, the uh, he had a lot of hype. He was a starting pitcher, then he had a lot of success in the bullpen, and then he went back to starting rotation to kind of bounce back and forth and never really lived up to that hype and was really a better reliever. Jabba? Yep. Yes! Oh, man. All right, the hints obviously helped, but I will take any victory I can get. Are you buying heel i mean his you know as much as he didn't give up a run in this one he obviously walked i think four batters mm-hmm. the control has always been an issue with him so are you someone who is interested in heel well, look at us pronouncing his name by the way basically crushing life heel um are you are you interested in this is this something where you're just waiting for the shoe to drop i'm waiting for the shoe to drop he was not good in triple a mm-hmm. uh, he was pretty good in double a um but then he went to the triple a he had like a five point six something era and even his like sierra right now is like in the fours yeah i think his right his his sierra and his xfip are like in the fours his regular fip is fine and his xera are fine but i don't think i mean it's fun for now while he's you know pitching for a, a hot yankees squad that's yeah, just man. You know, winning every game but i don't how was that yesterday for you by the way with that double header terrible. you okay it was, you okay it's terrible i've it's been right. so angry since the trade deadline that's fine. Why don't you come be a Mets fan? We can basically drown our sorrows together. Uh, all right, that's the good. What about the bad? What stuck out to you in a negative way, or at least that made you feel sad? Whatever. Well, other than the Red Sox, who make me feel Obviously, sad every day the now. the worst uh, team in the majors. True. Yes. You said yes. it, not me. And, and yep. it's all their fault. Uh, Chris yep. Bassett got struck 
in the head by a line drive, oh. which is a scary, awful scene. I guess yeah. whenever the the update like is that he's conscious on his way to the, the hospital, you know, it's like right. not great. They're like, oh, great, he's he's alive and conscious, right? Terrific. Right. But I guess he got stitches, and they're doing scans now to see if there's any broken bones. But it doesn't sound great, and he's probably gonna yeah. miss some time. Yeah. I, by the way, was there? I don't know, man. I maybe just I didn't notice it growing up very much, but I don't remember pitchers getting hit by line drives like growing up. I don't remember that being a thing. And then as I've gotten older and older and older, I just I feel like I see it more often. It's probably completely anecdotal, right? Like maybe when I'm like seven and watching baseball, I just don't think about that. Or my father probably like hit it from me, be like, it's fine, it's fine, because I was a pitcher. But I feel like I see it more often than not. I, I don't know, man. Baseball is supposed to be the sport that you can put your kid in and not worry about getting hurt and stuff like that. Will wants to pitch. Maybe I shouldn't let him. I don't know. But I don't know. I feel like it's more. Yeah, he's reportedly doing well. But you're right. When the good update is, oh, boy, you are uh, conscious that that's never good. Anything else? We have uh, a pulse. Stick- we have a pulse. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it at this point. Um, Anything else stick out to you uh, in a bad way, Mike? George Springer back to the injured list. He had just gotten hot, Mayor. He had just finally gotten going. Ugh, this is bad. Have they? I didn't see it, by the way. Did they? Have they given a timetable on this? Do they think that this is something that's going to be like more than two weeks, like anything like that, or is it just right now? That I've seen, but it's weird that he was like dealing with like an ankle sprain, and then he has a knee sprain now. Yeah, I I don't really get it. By the way. Peanuts and Cracker Jacks, we're going to go through everything. I'm going to throw out something just for fun, because you guys basically, when you tune in here, you tune in for fun at this point. I don't even know if you tune in for fantasy baseball stuff. Uh, I Let's play a game very quickly. You can put in the comments on the YouTube channel. One of the things I love to do, my favorite game with my buddies when I get together, is right now, if someone retired, right now, you can say because of a catastrophic injury or something, never play another game, who right now is a Hall of Famer? that you feel would be inducted into Hall of Fame if they never played another game. Start putting them in the comments. In the meantime, Mayor, let's talk about some baseball yesterday. Let's talk about Tuesday's pitching standouts. Let's talk about Corbin Burns. Six shutout innings, two hits, only three Ks versus the Cardinals. So whatever, he's got a 213 ERA, an 0-91 whip. Uh, look, with DeGrom probably out for the season or the majority of the season, the NLSI Young race is opened up. I don't believe he's the favorite. I think Zach Wheeler is a slight favorite, and that is followed also by Walker Bueller. Burns is right there. Do you think he's going to win the Cy Young this year? I think it's probably going to be Bueller, especially if they continue to make a push. But, I mean, the Brewers have survived all year on mm-hmm. their pitching. And so I think I think that he should get some votes for that, for kind of carrying them, especially it's unfortunate that that incredible streak happened in like the very beginning of the year and beginning in April when he was just like, hadn't walked anyone. And like, no one remembers that now that we're in August. And so he doesn't really get credit for that anymore. But yeah, uh, according to betting pros consensus, Zach Wheeler is still the favorite at plus plus one eighty. Then it's Walker right. Bueller at plus 300 and Corbin Burns at plus three fifty. But Wheeler, I feel like is kind of fading. Yeah. Other than against the Mets, he was fading, at, you yeah. know, and that's anybody against Mets, but yeah, a little bit. I mean, Bueller, Man, Bueller's just been so solid. Now, I wonder, because you mentioned, you know, the team and, you know, what he was doing for the Brewers. I, I feel like that doesn't really factor into Cy Young uh, mm-hmm. voters, right? I think that they just try to go based on the pure numbers. MVP, for sure. You should gotta, it? Which is what, uh, should MVP? 
Follow. No, Cy Young should should team performance count for Cy Young or like their importance? So. Certainly the not. We talk about wins. Like who gives a crap about wins? I don't. I don't really think so. I mean, if Degrom had stayed and the Mets will inevitably miss the postseason, I still think it doesn't matter. Like it should be there. MVP, I'm fine with it. By the way, I know people are like, I just want the best player. I don't mind, man. I don't mind the fact that like you drag your team kicking and screaming to the postseason. That counts a little more in my book. Whatever. When I get my vote, that's what I'm going to factor in. Adam Wainwright, <laughs> six inning bitch, two runs, four strikeouts against the Brewers, 326 ERA, 109 whip. I just, I, I don't know. What is your takeaway from Wainwright? I, like, he was not somebody who I thought of at all coming into the year, even on, like, the trade chart. Like, I was barely moving him up all year. I mean, just a guy you stick in your lineup and you completely trust every time out or what? At this point, yeah. I mean, definitely not. He, again, I, he was not... Like you said, he's not someone I thought of coming into the season. But then it's unfortunate because one of my strategies coming into the year was to kind of lean on veteran pitching, especially coming off of the shortened year with a lot of young arms that were going to get shut down early. I, I felt like I leaned on veteran starters. And Adam Rainwright is someone I didn't even consider. And then here he is just like being awesome at 400 years old. I know. We didn't even know if he was going to pitch, I felt like. It was like, <laughs> oh, look, he's coming back. I can't wait till he's like the Jamie Moore of our generation. Um, All right, let's talk about a couple of guys who I'm not sure we all expected to have great stars yesterday. You can tell me which one of these guys stuck out to you. Kyle Hendricks. Again, this is what Kyle Hendricks does. He comes out and he gets absolutely destroyed. And instead, then he comes out against the Reds and he is great. Uh, six innings pitch, one run, only three Ks, but it's Kyle Hendricks. He has a 404 ERA, a 133 whip, disappointing season, but still a guy who I'm sure most fantasy managers benched. Waskar Inoa comes off the IL and just dominates 5.1 shutout innings, four strikeouts against the Marlins. He's now got a 270 ERA and a 102 whip. Eli Morgan, because we have to talk about anybody on Cleveland uh, whenever you're on the show, because <laughs> I know you're going to do the notes and you love every Cleveland pitcher. Not not joking, by the way. Forget about Plesak. If Cal Quantrill is pitching, you want to talk about him. Eli Morgan, six shutout innings, eight strikeouts against the Twins. Daniel Lynch, seven innings pitched, one run, five strikeouts against the Astros. He's got a terrible numbers, obviously, over five year, right? 150 whip. But he has been very good of late, except for the one time that Joe was like, let's start him in this one. So which of these guys, any of these guys stuck out to you as somebody you want to talk about? Uh, well, Daniel Lynch is, is one for sure, because he was called back up on July 25th. And you mentioned that he had, what is it now? Five, like a, five, ERA, 12, still over five. Do you know what it was when he was called back up? Around? <laughs> Infinity. Um, I will in the, say a it was seven. in the teens. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. 15, so. 15 let me check my notes. 15.75 and a 288 whip. Wow. So he's okay. Despite still having a five ERA, he's dropped his ERA by 10 runs. Are you trusting Daniel Lynch? That doesn't no. sound like a baseball player, by the way, right? <laughs> I need a baseball player name, okay? Like Daniel Lynch, and maybe it's because I worked with someone with that name. But it sounds just like a, a very nice human who is not going to go out there and be a dominant baseball pitcher. I let that factor what into my analysis. What sport should he play? What sport should Daniel Lynch Bowling. Bowling. bowling? I, a professional bowler. That's what I would do. That's probably the sport that I would choose, by the way, if I could do one thing. I love bowling. Anyway, let's keep going here. I don't want to get a sidetrack too much. Uh, let's talk, though, very briefly about Sandy Alcantara, eight innings pitched, one run, seven strikeouts versus the Braves, takes the loss, 339 ERA, 114 whip. I mean, where, you know, I, I don't know if you've recently updated your rest of season rankings, but I mean, is Alcantara like a top 20 pitcher? He only gets bombed if he's in Colorado and stuff like that. Is he a top 20 pitcher for you rest of season, do you think? 
the problem with him is that I, I, I do the Marlins recaps for Fantasy Pros, and I feel like yes, I'm constantly do. writing Sandy Alcantara, Alcantara eight, <laughs> eight innings, one run, loss. Loss, right. I get it. I get it. <laughs> so there's no win equity there, and I think he's like 7-11 and 11 on the year or something yeah. terrible like that. All right. Yeah, switch to quality starts. He's much better than that. Like I have him in the Fantasy Pros Insiders League where we we're in the finals. Uh, let me ask you... Two guys, do you have any interest in these guys? Ronaldo Lopez, once upon a time, eons ago, I was all aboard the Ronaldo Lopez train, and then he's basically been terrible. And now he comes up, and he basically pitches like a reliever, where he's like, I'm just throwing my fastball, I'm just throwing my slider. We're going to see what happens. It's working for now. Five shutout innings, four strikeouts against the A's. 108 ERA, 072 whip. Vladimir Gutierrez, a lot of people pick him up for his two-start uh, week 6.1 innings pitched two runs seven strikeouts his whip is kind of high but a 387 era and tyler anderson six innings pitched one run four strikeouts against the rangers which of any of those three guys do you have interest in i've had interest in gutierrez for a while now um he's thrown five straight quality starts i picked him up in a deeper league like a couple months ago just because i really needed the innings and so i've there was a few bumps in the road there but he's been pitching really well for an extended period now and you know the reds are kind of surging and so it's great to have him going behind that offense so as long as he can hang in there he should get you some wins and he's striking out a decent number of players too i don't have a lot of interest in Ronaldo Ronaldo lopez post-operatively I, I can't blame you i agree post-operatively stay away from him i agree um one last guy i want to ask you about and that is logan webb you, correct me if i'm wrong there because you and i we tease each other a lot. We talk a lot. We tweet each other a lot. Was Did we do a clubhouse? And was it Logan Webb in the beginning of the year? And I was like, oh, yeah, Logan Webb is having a good spring. Am I, am I mixing him up with somebody else? And you were like, yeah, I'm just not doing it because I don't really have interest in a guy like Logan Webb ever. Is that I'm not kidding. Am I making that up? But we did that, right? We did. And I actually thought about that while writing the notes. And I did was like, you? this is going to come back good. to me. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I get that that was against the Mets, but 7.1, two runs, eight strikeouts, 292 ERA, 114 whip. He's getting better and better. Is he fully in your circle of trust? I think he is now. But to be to be fair and to defend my April stance, he was bad to start the year. And then he kind of he missed some time and then he came back. Mm-hmm. And now he's been fantastic since July. Yeah. But I mean... March and April and May, his ERA was like four. Yeah, and his ERA overall is 292, and his whip is 114. It's not Daniel Lynch, man. We're not working off of infinity and getting us back down to five and a half. This guy's a quality starter. You blew it. Just I want to hear you say, like, I, I screwed up. Just just, just say that. Just say that. I'm no. not going to say that. I, I did say, Joe is in the chat right now. No, Calling he's you not. out for throwing me under the bus. Joe! Joe! What? It... God, I, you know, I got to focus on football. We gotta... Let me watch this show. God, what a bastard. Okay, let's go to the hitting standouts. One guy I want to mention, ordinarily we'd probably skip him. Nelson Cruz, two for four, two homers, five RBI. He's been pretty abysmal with the Rays, actually, since the trade, batting under 200. Is he a guy, are you, like, mixing and matching with a week? Let's say you're maybe in a points league or something, and your roster is, you know, you don't start that many hitters. Are you ever benching Nelson Cruz or is he still just someone who you leave in your lineup and see what happens? I think especially in in like Roto weekly leagues, I think you just put him in your lineup and, and set it. Because if you try to get too cute, you're going to you're just going to tinker too much and you're going to drive yourself nuts and miss the good stats and probably start him for bad stats. So just you just have to let it ride and know that at the end of the year, it's going to be what it's supposed to be. 
Yep, very good. Uh, CJ Crone, another homer while he's at home. Start him at home. Evan Longoria, we always think of Tuma, of course, with Evan Longoria. Look, do you have interest in Evan Longoria rest of season? He has been really, really good. I don't understand why. I don't know what they're doing in San Francisco, why every one of their crappy players, pardon my French, is doing so well, but they all are. And I, I mean, I'm watching the game last night. I'm watching it closer than I usually do a Giants game because I like to torture myself with the Mets. And every hitter that comes up, I'm just like, oh no, that's Tommy LaStella. I don't, I don't want to face Tommy LaStella right now. Oh God, that's that's Mikey <laughs> Stremski. He's going to, every one of their hitters is just somebody who this year is going nuts. Are you interested in old man Evan Longoria? I am, and I was interested in him like months ago before he got hurt and missed all that time. Cause I really need his help at like third base and like multiple leagues. And I was like, Oh, you know, I don't think this will last, but Evan Longoria is looking pretty good this year. And then of course, boom, he got hurt like immediately yeah. after he said that and then disappeared for months. But yeah. I think the same thing, whenever I watch the giants and the rays, or I look at like the box scores, I'm like, how are these teams good? Yeah. At I least know. the giants have pitching. The rays are just starting. No one <laughs> I know, on the mound and just winning every game. Rays magic. Uh, Randy Rosarena four for five with two runs scored. This is what Randy Rosarena does, I guess. He just is able to kind of close out every season just on a run. He's like completely tearing it up over the last couple of weeks, right? I mean, just, I mean, there's not much to do. He's universally rostered still. I think people hold on to him. You just keep him in your lineup the whole time. And even when he slumps, you just kind of grin and bear, right, at this point, because he's so streaky. Yeah, and if we're if we're going back to April takes, I believe you were out on a Rosarena. Never, years, I never right? said that. I never said that. Yeah, I'm still out. By the way, I'm not. I don't care the fact that he's going to basically have the best August ever. I'm I'm out. I I don't want any of it. Quiet, okay. I, we would be remiss if we didn't at least mention Shohei Otani. One for three, three walks, stole his 18th base. He was caught for the eighth time, so I think he's probably not going to win the MVP because of the stolen base percentage. Like we like to see it over 75, percent man. Okay. Yeah. Just, the voters you know, care. The voters care. The voters care. Except Joey P, who doesn't care and will vote for him for Cy Young and MVP and any other Gold Glove, any other award that Joey can come up with. Um, it wasn't. I never all... thought about that. Could he win both? Joe actually said on our, our betting pro show a couple of weeks ago that he thought he won both. No, obviously you didn't because you hate us. Um, no, we don't. I, Joe said it wasn't a bad bet. Now this is uh, a while all the Otani as Joe says. Here we go. Hold on, I'll do this for Joey. There oh, we go. There all is. the Otani. Joe Pizzapia checking in right now. Of course, comeback player of the year. Absolutely, he's going to win it all. I do not <laughs> think he's going to win um, Cy Young, but I do think he's going to win MVP pretty easily. And that was one mayor that I definitely poo-pooed coming into the year with Joe and Chris Meany, and they mentioned it on our, our fantasy baseball class. I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Okay, uh, Dudge, John Means, four innings pitch, seven runs, only four earned, seven strikeouts, that's good. Are we completely done with John Means at this point? Because he has looked, you know, just not somebody who I'm good to start at this point anymore. Yeah, especially he hasn't looked great since coming back. I was never really fully in, like even earlier in the year, I was like, oh, this doesn't feel real. And then... Obviously, he got hurt, came back, no sticky stuff. He's been awful. He's in an awful team. I don't think – I think Tuma said the other day, you know, it's crunch time. You start thinking day-to-day, week-to-week. Mm-hmm. And you just can't wait for John Means to, you know, do whatever he's going to do and potentially figure it out. I just have to drop him. There is no more figuring it out. You're right. It, it, this is – you gotta you got to play, like, every day, every week. It's new season. Alec Manoa, a little surprising here. Three innings pitched, seven runs, six of them earned, two strikeouts. And, like, you can – say, all right, it's a bad start, whatever you want. 
But like we accept bad starts, but bad starts against the Nationals. That's not really what we want. Any concern here? Just whatever. Just write it off because he's he's given you enough of a track record, even in his limited time in the majors, for you to trust him. I think you just write it off for now and keep an eye on next start. Make sure it's not a trend. All right. Gregory Soto allows six runs, five earns, and two thirds of an innings. Actually, been pretty good uh, this year. And again, I don't really know who wants to go there for saves. Buster Posey, the Golden Zombrero, I believe only the third time in his career, if I heard the Mets broadcast correctly, two for 15 over his last four games. Joey Gallo, 0 for 6 with three strikeouts in the doubleheader. He is batting 162. He does have four home runs since joining the Yankees. Anything of note there or just whatevs? Just what is. I, w- I did want to mention Bryce Harper hit his 22nd home run, and 20 of them have been solo shots. It's really weird, man. It's really weird. It's it's hurting our MVP uh, chant over here. But yeah. uh, so whatever. So Tatis home ring again. Quiet. All right. But if they fall out of the playoffs, I mean, just because he has by far the best number. I don't know. We'll see. You're right. Yes. And also the fact that the Braves are now running with it. Now maybe Freddie Freeman's going to win back to back. Anyway, let's get to some news and notes. Gary Sanchez reinstated from the COVID IL. Uh, your best friend, Ryan Mountcastle, returned from the concussion IL. Noah Syndergaard is scheduled for live batting practice for the first time since late May. The plan is for him to return as a reliever. The Mets may be out of it by then. Who knows? Dylan Carlson was placed on the 10-day IL with a wrist injury. Jordan Alvarez. By the way, is it Jordan or Jordan? Because Joe still says Jordan. I say Jordan. I Every time he says that, I don't know. Because I like it's one of those things where you always like see it in print. And you're like, oh, Jordan Alvarez. And then you hear someone say Jordan. And then I have no idea. And me neither. This is what's weird. I have to figure it out. Anyway, I'm calling him Jordan. He doesn't play as a little bit of a stomach bug. Nothing to worry about there. Chris Bryant was scratched with hamstring tightness. Anthony Rizzo won't need a rehab assignment before returning. I, I assume you saw Luke Voigt's comments, which were basically like, I need to play. All right. I don't <laughs> care when Rizzo gets back. I need to play. Tuma mentioned Giancarlo Stanton. He homered yesterday. What happens out of curiosity? Who's the odd man out once Rizzo gets back? I was going to say Stanton, but it might be, I don't know, just a rotation or something. Because Stanton homered again yesterday. Yeah. But that team know. can do no wrong. Let's just say that. Ian Anderson yeah. pitches four and a third scoreless in his rehab start. He should be back soon. Mike Trout participated in pregame work Tuesday. Do we see Mike Trout on the field this year again, Mayor? No. Oh, all right. I'm going to go. He comes back for a week or two at the end. Mookie Betts starting baseball activities and Shane Bieber tosses a bullpen session. Do we see Shane Bieber on the field? No. Oh, boy. Double no. All right. So we have to get to the home run calls. We have to get to DFS. But first, we have to talk about Manscaped. And again, I will not pretend that I am Joey P with the Manscaped reads whatsoever. Okay. But here's the one thing I am going to tell you. Okay. Everybody other than me. I mean, you look at me and you look at Mayor. Mayor clearly spends hours sort of grooming himself, taking care of himself, making himself look. I literally roll out of bed and fall into this podcast. So you don't really want to use me as your baseline. But for the most part, people like to take care of how they look because I like when people see them to basically be like, look at that guy. I, I like everything that's going on there. But you know what, man? You can't ignore the parts that people can't see. That makes you feel good about yourself. You got to take care of yourself everywhere. And that is where Manscaped come in. And the lawnmower 4.0 in particular, God, you Joey says it all the time, how cool it is. It's got the travel lock. So when you travel and everything like that, you don't got to worry about it randomly going off. It has a 4,000K LED spotlight. It's got, you can go underwater. So when you're scuba diving, right, and it's really dark down there and you just are like feeling the need, right, to give yourself a little trim, you can do it because it's waterproof with the LED light. It's perfect. We have tons of Manscaped stuff. We really do because, again, I've mentioned it. We try to try out everything that our sponsor gives us. 
it's awesome. Like, not kidding. Like, I know we joke about it and we say everything about it. Their products are absolutely top of the line. You really need to check it out. So go get 20% off plus free shipping uh, with the code. What is the code, Joe? Leading, leading off. off. Got it. At manscaped.com. My bad. The code is leading off. I forget because on football, we used to do it and the code was Yates, which always had made him uh, laugh a little bit. The code is leading off over at manscaped.com. 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code leading off. All right, let's get to some home run calls. Randy is just probably a machine at this point. This is sort of like a starting to be like a secretariat type of lead after Tatis Homer. That's his 26. Next guy up is Joey P at 23. Turf Durgason is up to 19, and he's called a home run on three days in a row after calling Tasker Hernandez. A lot of home run calls yesterday. Helpless in Miami. Jay Metal K. Oh, fun guy who stops by. Stages, Luke Pancakes, Mr. Buster also stopped by, JJ Tater, Riley, Riva, MMB, Hart, Florence, Sox, Master Chief, Brill 11, <laughs> and Colton T. I love it. So we've got Randy at 26, Tough Guy, Joey P at 23, D Gordon Liddy, 22, Lawnmower Man and Wonky Penguin at 21, then a few at 20. Mayor, am I ahead of you still? That's all I care about. I'm at 18. I don't see you on the board, right? That's uh, unclear. I'll have to double check. All right. Yeah, I'm ahead of you. That's all I care about. I did have like a four month head start on you, but still, I will take it. Um, So we are at 882. Remember when Joe sort of doubted that we were going to be able to get to a thousand? I mean, you said what, 1200 mayor when you were on a little bit? I think, uh, so. I think we can yeah. get 1200. I like it. Okay. So uh, go ahead, mayor. We, we talked about DFS. You're actually a, a bigger DFS player than I am. So you want to talk, I can list sort of the, the uh, uh, cash game arms that we're thinking about, but if you want, why don't you just say which pitchers you're looking at tonight, either in cash game or for tournaments? Sure. I'll go through it. So Charlie Morton against the Marlins is someone I'm definitely targeting, targeting in both cash and GPP. He's 9,300 on FanDuel, 9,700 on DK. Otani, I don't, you know, love to start him as a pitcher in like regular leagues, but in cash games and in, uh, GPP on DK. He's only 8,600 on DK. So I'm going to stay away from him probably in FanDuel where he's 10,500. Uh, I'm not mm -hmm. going to pay that for Otani, but sure. 8,600 on DK. That's great value either as, you know, cash arm, secondary arm, whatever you want to do with that arm. Uh, Freddie Peralta versus the Cardinals. Expensive, but you can use him in cash games. Uh, Tariq Skubal is someone I like in GPP and as a secondary arm. He's 7,400 on FanDuel, 8,600 on DK. Uh, Jack Flaherty against the Brewers is a good cash arm. Lance Lynn. What do you do with the, What do you do with when you've got the? It's basically a pick a side game, right? Because you've got Peralta against Flaherty. What do you do in a game like that? Do you worry about going against them in a cash game, or are you just taking the outing, not worrying too much about the win equity? I typically don't worry too much about the win equity. Okay, All right. I mean, you can, and but I also tend to avoid those arms anyway. I'm a big GPP player, so I am the person I usually go with, like a guy like Scooble. And so Scooble is going to be your guy today. Okay, very good. I like it. Uh, all right, so why don't we talk about, uh, you want to talk about some stacks? You want to talk about some lineup builders that Joey P likes to do? Whatever. I love it, by the way. Mayor does a ton of notes for the show, which is great. So I legit came in this morning and he had built the whole DFS segment. So I'm just turning it over to him because he's not quite as dumb as he looks. So Mayor, which one do you want to do? Do you want to do the game stack? Do you want to do lineup builders? Or just both? Do whatever you want. I'll just, I'll just run through both. So game stacks, I love it. Red, Sox, Red Sox versus Andrew Heaney. You know, as disappointing as the Red Sox were yesterday, Andrew Heaney stinks, and they have some pretty good right-handed hitters. Dodgers yeah. versus Brubaker, and Braves versus Jesus Lazardo, who has just been terrible for the Marlins. Yep. 
Yep. And then some cheap lineup builders. I'm not going to go through all the salaries, but Adam Duval again against a lefty Lizardo. Joe Adele had a grand slam yesterday. Ryan Mountcastle's pretty cheap. And you know, he's my son. Ty France, Andrew Vaughn, and Didi Gregorius is cheap. All right. Everybody wants to hear it, Mary. Let's go with the home run call. You can go. I hope I put in my home run call before you did. I hope I didn't steal your guy. Who is your home run call of the night? You did not steal my guy. And no one could ever steal this guy from me because I'm going with Ryan Mountcastle. I have a lot of shares of Ryan Mountcastle this year, bud. So I followed you. And, you know, it uh, like, uh, you know, started out a little slow on the year, but he really came on. Uh, look, if you want a home run, it's never bad to go against Andrew Heaney. Like, we just know that. I'm calling. I could have gone with any of them, frankly, today. <laughs> But I'm going to go with J.D. Martinez. You guys know what to do. You want to participate in the home run call. Go into the home run calls channel over at Discord at fancypros.com slash chat. Mayor, this was not a good podcast, but it wasn't the worst podcast I've ever done. So I really appreciate you coming on. I had a great time with you. Do you want to do it again at some point, like before the end of the season? Or are we just done? Was this it? Yeah, I think I can sneak in here. We'll see see if I want to come back. See if you want to come back. I don't, but whatever. I'm, again, contractually obligated to do so. No, Mayor, uh, you and I talk all the time. You are one of my favorite people that is in any way associated with Fans Bros. And you are a giant step up from Joey P. That's going to do it for leading off today. Thank you guys for coming. Tuma and I are going to be here tomorrow. Mayor, I think you're off the rest of the week, right? You built that into your contract. You're off the rest of the week. It's going to be me and Tuma. Me and Tuma for the rest of the week. But Mayor, you did fantastic for everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Peanuts and Cracker Jacks, we love you. Thanks for stopping by. And we will talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs>